No one believes until Charles Moore's photograph those dog attacks of innocent folks. No one believes until the bodies were found beneath a Mississippi goddamn. No one believes the people are left out and sharecroppers black. No one believes that they soaked the blood of MLK by sponge and placed them in mason jars. No one believes until they left Bessie dead on an open road and baptized Emmett in a, in a cold case. They drug James Bird until his flesh fell from his bones that night. No one believed, but it is the camera. It is the camera that condemns. Its lens hold grudges. It pulls back a few years, a few chapters, make laughter out of pain after the frame of metaphor and he did it again but the camera brings the evidence the moment he the carcinogenic invades the racist threat on parade he keeps up the numbers his wiry frame behind spectacles the reckless of a southern city the ruins of charleston the mason dixon beneath the breath keeps people segregated but it's the camera the camera protects the fears when the city hangs in effigy. The camera, the camera takes a ride with Sherman with his march to the sea. It colors its frame of blue and gray. It chants bloody murder and insurrection. No one believes, but the camera has subtext, subterfuge, the cry of Othello. The camera exits the stage with all the rage of a life and regret of strife not fulfilled. Yet it's the camera that comes back with the vengeance. Welcome, welcome everyone to the Magic Hours. I am your favorite Brujas Brujas Zoe Flowers. And today I have one of my favorite poets, Robert Anthony Gibbons on the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to finally get here, you know. Libras rising. Libras. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I love being a Libra, but then sometimes it's like, oh, I'm overthinking. <laughs> okay, so let me tell people who you are. Let me tell people who you are who don't know you. Uh, Robert Anthony Gibbons has been published in over 30 literary magazines and in several notable anthologies. Recent publication critics include Killen's Review, that's huge, Tribes, Involuntary Magazine, Peregrine, Expound, Promethean, Turtle Island, Quarterly, Killer Whale, and Sassoon Valley Review. Is that in California, Sassoon? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's I've been in California. There. Yes. Mm -hmm. Voices of Lefferts and the Bronx Memoir Project, Volume Two, published by the Bronx Council of Arts. Amazing. Robert's first collection, Close to the Tree, published by Three Rooms Press in 2012. His chapbook, Flight published by Poets Wear Prada 2019, You you Almost Home Boy, published by Harlequin Creatures in 2019, with Brooklyn-based artist Amy Williams, Some Little Words, published by 440 Galleries in Brooklyn in 2021, his most recent manuscript, Whom the Higher Gods Forgot, will be out in 2022. He has received yeah. funding from the Puffin Foundation, the United States Artists, and most recently, the New York Foundation of the Arts. Yes. I mean. Yes. My esteemed guest, honey. <laughs> yes. Let them know. Yes. Yes. Wow. 
that's huge. Yeah. So I was just finishing the application for the 1619 project. So I want to, you know, work with in their cohort because I read the book 1619 and it's just an amazing book. I don't know if you've read it yet, Mm -hmm. but if you read it, oh my goodness, you're, it, it changes the game. It changes the history, the history game, you know? Wow. All the lies we've been told, all the things we've been told. That book is simply an amazing book. Wow. So, Robert, um, I've read your bio, but you know, yes. why don't you tell us who you are from your perspective? Who are you in the world? Well, that's a question, Zoe. Thank you so much. Oftentimes, I am where I am right now on a makeshift bench created for me out here in Brooklyn every day, trying to offer gratitude to the ancestors, to people who have gone before me to try to support and love my friends and try to really be an artist living in 2022. And it's a really complicated thing because it's not always clear. Okay, today, so I can read from the 1619 Project, or I can read from De- Denise Duhamel, or I can read from Robert Galinsky, you know? And then in some days it's like, why am I doing this? Why am I, every day I'm making this about art and being an artist and truly believing that if I visualize it, if I say it every day, that it will come to fruition and it's not always easy. So, you know, we look at James Baldwin, we look at Langston Hughes, we look at Zora, we look at all the Tony Morrison's and all the greats of our lifetime. And we say, you know, it wasn't always the glory for them. It wasn't always the icon- iconography that we see on television, but there's mm-hmm. something else behind that we have to endure too as an artist. Yeah. So. To answer your question is that I'm still reaching, I'm still dreaming, I'm still believing in the work, I'm still trying to write in other areas, I'm still trying to find my way. Mm. You said so much. And so we'll go back to definitely this thing about, yeah, measuring ourselves, right, from other people's middle or other people's entire career. Right. right. Judging our beginnings by their right. middle or their quote. Zoe, I was taught I was taught to, you know, get a nine to five job and get a pension, get a 401k. You know, all my parents, all my people from Florida, they are teachers or educators. So they've always had this kind of stability. But when I moved to New York, why you moving there? Why you can't stay here and teach? Why you can't stay here and have a house? Why you can no, but that's not what my life called for. It didn't call for Zora. It didn't call for James Weldon Johnson. It didn't call for Augusta Savage. They left Florida and came to New York. And for whatever reason, I don't know why they came, but I know I'm here trying to find out who I am as an artist. Oh, and that is the artist's journey, isn't it? Going from where you are so often going somewhere else, trying to find yourself. So when do you think that this yearning began? This, uh, you know, when did you know that this was what you wanted to do? And when did you start writing? Well, you know, I had a mother that was a, a third grade teacher for 38 years. So she always encouraged journaling and writing and coloring and all the beautiful things 
to have a mother that's an elementary school teacher in, in your life. You know, I'm really grateful for that. And um, the idea of she read to us, she exposed me to Langston, she exposed me to Zora, she exposed me to, to James Baldwin. She did all those things as a kid, but it was like, now I'm a mother with five kids and I have to teach third graders every day for 38 years. So I want you to love this learning beyond the classroom. So mm -hmm. that, I, think, I think that's the greatest gift she gave me. And I, mm -hmm. that's why my brothers and sisters are very, very educated, if I could use that word. They're very stellar. Mm -hmm. But we also have this great commitment to education outside of the classroom. And so that's mm -hmm. why I'm so grateful for the experiences that I've had at being a teacher. I taught for many years in the, in the traditional classroom, but I was the teacher in the school. Okay, kids, we're going to go to Colonial Williamsburg. We're going to go to Mount Vernon. We're going to go to Charlottesville. We're going to go to the capital of the United States because I feel like learning can take place anywhere. You know, I've taught on the U.S. Constitution. I've taught in parks. I've taught in residencies. Wow. I've taught, you know, I've taught on those things. So I know that kids get a greater respect when, oh, that was the teacher right there that took us to Mount Vernon for the first time to see George Washington's house. You know, mm -hmm. so it's those kinds of experiences that I really appreciate. And I think it's an extension from my mother always exposing us to the art gallery, always exposing us to these kinds of things. I think that's where it comes from. You're so, so, so right. I mean, when I think about how I grew up, so I grew up with all the Encyclopedia Britannica, honey, because, you yes. know, that I'm, I'm of that age yes. where they would come to your door. And exactly. so we had all, like, Me every too. volume of, the, of that. And my mother was a reader. And yes. so she had books, in, you know, yes. downstairs. And then once I got a certain age, I snuck downstairs and started mm -hmm. reading all of her inappropriate books. But yeah. then also when I was like 21, I went on her bookshelf and she had message to a black man. And that changed my whole trajectory wow. of my life when I read that book, even though now I have some <laughs> different ideas. But at that age, that was what I needed. So it's, right. it's so critical, right? And I grew up yes. as a reader too. So it's so critical to have that reading piece. Yes. Um, yes such an influence i'm curious about what you think about the history and how history impacts your art and i'm asking you this because you made me think about and i don't know if you went to this poetry gathering it was many years ago it was in dc it had to be i was living in atlanta so it had to be in the 90s mm -hmm. and it was this amazing gathering hakimo mabuti was there sonia sanchez was there mm -hmm. Oh gosh, you know, all the people, um, mm -hmm. Saul Williams, right. all, all the folks. And right. I remember we were in this panel and this young person stood up. Tupac was still alive. So that's right. how that's how long ago wow. it was. Uh -huh. um, and he said, I don't listen, I don't read like basically the people that were on the stage. I don't read history. I listen to Tupac. Right. And he influenced his art. So right. for me as an artist, I was like, ooh, like, no, right. <laughs> for right. me, because right. I believe in like, yeah, thoroughly, like understanding right. the craft and blah, 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 yes. blah. So I'd love to know your view on, since you were a formal teacher and are a, right. still a teacher, right? what do you think about that whole concept? Which I think is a very American concept, by the way. Like, we I don't think care it is about a very history. American concept, but I, I love that question because that's a great question. I battle, Zoe, with distraction. 
And I battle with distraction basically because I want to fundle my phone. I want to check Instagram. I want to check Facebook. But before all of these mediums came along, we could sit down and read a big 800-page book. Facts. African-American literary theory. Because certainly Tupac is legendary and certainly he has a word to say. He has a word to say, but we come from a sea of sayers and we have a come from a, a world, a whole astronomy of truth tellers. So I have to know in my one body, if yeah. I want to, if I'm coming to a conclusion about the way I interpret, the way I'm interpreting my journey, you know, because I know I'm called for a specific journey. I have to know Amiri Baraka. I have to know Tupac. But I also have to know Eugene Genovese. I have to know Mary Cat Carey. I have to know Ida B. Wells. I have to know these things because that's the life that I want to live. And so oftentimes, you know, we don't get Gwendolyn Brooks online. We don't, you have to read, you have to access her. You don't get the deep, deep mysteries of line you know there's a lot of work out there but there's something still something special about about this the historical lens is what it is you still have to search for it you know what i'm saying and there's so much remain to be discovered and it's in the book not in cyberspace but in the book <laughs> yes, exactly. And and if we know about Tupac too, we know he was a reader. I mean, he's he a Gemini, a reader. so you already know. You already know he's he an intellectual. Like he that's the, intellectual, one of the things yeah. we loved about him was he was an intellectual. Okay, yeah. so it's like he knew his history also. Yes, and- yes. It's about him too. That's what I love to hear that grittiness about him. But he also could speak in any audience and speak to any yes. audience. He could defend and advocate for himself. You know, Absolutely. Tupac is one of Absolutely. my favorite. He's one of my muses. I mean, like, really. Yeah. One of the greats. He's in my top five for sure. Yes. So, um, books. This is going to be, maybe this won't be challenging for you. But right. um, wondering about your, the book that changed the way you see the world. The book that changed your life. Yeah. That is a great question. And it's, it's a very complicated question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that when we write and when we read, a, I want to discover the truth and mm-hmm. say, I read the biography of, of, of Ralph Ellison. I read the biography mm-hmm. of Richard Wright. But mm-hmm. I don't think I read Langston, then I read I, I read them in a tradition. I read Langston, then I read Richard, then I read Ralph, then I read James. James was the youngest of the of the four group, and it's like a tradition. And I read Langston. He he was I I was exposed to him when I was a kid. I read Richard. My mom didn't I didn't know too much about Richard until I moved to New York. I read Ralph, but then I read James Baldwin. And James Baldwin, out of the group of them, was the ultimate truth teller. You know, and mm. I read several of his books, but I think Giovanni's Room was one of the ones that really moved me 
to tell the truth about who I am. Don't lie mm-hmm. up and try to create these facades and these images about who you are struggling with, but tell the truth. And, and Baldwin had that same journey. I have that same journey. When decided that he was going to tell the truth and not lie about it. That when I read Giovanni's room, I said, okay, so I'm not girl that's in conflict or in fear or afraid to divulge what's going on in my world. So I think that will be out of, out of many books, but I think that book will be in the top three. Giovanni's Room by James Baldwin. And James Baldwin brings in the power and the mythology and the influence of the Black church. Yes. As do you in your work. So I would love for you to read something, a piece of your work, if you will. All right. Thank you. I've been right, folks. The it's called the camera. Mm-hmm. Now I just the camera. Okay. okay. The camera. No one believes until. Charles Moore's photograph, those dog attacks of innocent folks. No one believes until the bodies were found beneath the Mississippi goddamn. No one believes. The people are left out and share was black. No one believes that they soaked the blood of MLK by sponge and placed him in mason jars. No one believed until they left Bessie dead on an open road and baptized Emmett in a in a cold case. They drug James Bird until his flesh fell from his bones that night. No one believed, but it is the camera. It is the camera that condemns. Its lens hold grudges. It pulls back a few years, a few chapters, make laughter out of pain after the frame of reference. metaphor, and he did it again, but the camera brings the evidence. The moment he the carcinogenic invades the racist threat on parade, he keeps up the numbers, his wiry frame behind spectacles, the reckless of a southern city, the ruins of Charleston, the Mason Dixon beneath, the breath keeps people segregated, but it's the camera. The camera protects the fears when the city hangs in effigy. The camera, the camera takes a ride with Sherman with his march to the sea. It colors its frame of blue and gray. It chants bloody murder and insurrection. No one believes, but the camera has subtext subterfuge, the cry of Othello, the camera exits the stage with all the rage of a life and regret of strife not fulfilled, yet it's the camera that comes back with the vengeance. Robert Anthony Givens, everybody. Thank you. So, the camera. Yes. Tell me I did influence. that specifically because we live in such a photo photographic world, and everything yeah. is, and it, and it it fights with my intellect. 
eating time and it affects with my ADD and it fights with my distractions. So, you know, the camera on Instagram, that's the camera on Facebook, that's the camera everywhere, all around in the trees, on the street lights, on the corners, that's the camera. It's everywhere. It has invaded us. Well, Orson Welles told us it was going to do that. Yes, he did. I'm also thinking about Octavia Butler right now. Yes. You're talking about that. Um, wow, I love that. Oh, I, I got to hear that again. I'm going to go back and play the the recording for that because that is, oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And you, and you said you're still working on it. Yeah, I'm still working on it because it's, it's more to it. It's a very long poem. And so I'm going through and editing it. And, you know, because I wanted to personify the camera for this present moment that we're living in. Listen, that's a piece that I would want to write a response to. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. I'm like, oh, my God, I love that. I love yeah. that. So let's talk about your journey as a poet uh, in New York City. Yes. Even though you're worldwide, but New York is where you reside. So yep. what's that like? now hmm. it's tough right now um i get conflict with the celebrity poets and them but they exist among us and again i'm going back to the history and i'm allowing like the 1619 project like langston like zora like richard I want to be a poet citizen. I want to be a poet ambassador, but I also want to use the words that I've been gifted for, for the justice, for the equality, for the environmental justice. You know, so there's a thing about, you know, oh, you want the awards, you have to write a certain way. No, I love the brown pelican, you know, and that's my whole next project, you know. So I want to do a whole multimedia poetic campaign for the brown pelican. Brown pelican being the state bird of Louisiana, also being the, the country bird of St. Kitts. And I have a connection with the brown pelican because it's brown. <laughs> brown. And it's a pelican. <laughs> and what? we suffer with environmental and climatological things and all of the justice issues that's out there. It's connected with Hurricane Katrina. It's, her, it's connected to Louisiana. It's connected with people of color. It's connected with history, so. But then mm. it's that whole thing of, no, if you sit here and you write about a certain thing, then you can get this grant. You can get published here. You can get published there, you know, if you write in a certain level. But certain mm -hmm. people that I read, they're writing for the truth. They're writing in their voice. They're writing from their writing from their mama and their daddy and their background, their Georgia, you know, they're writing, you know, regardless of it. Yeah. Does that matter in the big scheme of things that I have a hundred awards or a hundred residencies or hundred? Does it matter to my torture that's going on in my body? Mm. So that I'll leave it right there. I'll stop right mm. there. Mm. Or you could say more. <laughs> but New York is so full of that, you know? The celebrity, yeah. I want to post this. I want to post my awards. I want to 
post my publishing credits. I want you to know that I got this, got that. But then, made a work I done speak for me. Made a not the award, the but work. made the work <laughs> with a hard K. The work. <laughs> oh, I struggle with that. Oh, I struggle with that. I struggle. I struggle. Cause I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, I know I need to post on YouTube today. I know I need to do a video. I know I need to do, do you know? And then I'm like, but and also like I'm doing stuff in like the real world. Not saying that that stuff doesn't matter, but yeah. I'm like, I'm actually doing things in 3D. It matters. It matters. But it's so challenging because the camera, because the camera would have us feel like, oh, we're not really doing anything. Oh, da da da. Oh. And then I boy too with brown and black that are so over online is that the way is that what i is that what harriet tubman coming out of maryland taking 900 people to freedom following the north Coast? is that is that the promise that i got to be naked and show my body and i'm a celebrity because i'm showing my body and my body parts is that it ancestors please let me know if this is the way that I can be free by showing my body and making money off of me. No, Robert, they we, we I am making money off showing my body. Can't judge that. But That's for my journey, I have to choose how I'm gonna represent myself in the world. And I, I just I just have a problem with it. I just have it's, a problem. Uh, it's complex, right? Because it's like, on the one hand, I don't want to be anti-respect. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be like yeah. mis nope. misrespectability politics, right? I want to be, right? And also, I'm like, but ain't that what they did to us on the, on the, on the auction block? Like. The history always leads it's us. It's hard. The history always because leads it's, us. Because it's like, because I do work, because I do prevention work, and a part of prevention work is like showing how we're socialized. And I'm also a sociology major, right? So it's like, I'm always into this thing about, yeah, we have free will in a spiritual sense. And also, we are programmed. We are programmed and we are programmable. Yes. And so it's like... Was it your choice? Was it really your choice? You think it's your choice. <laughs> or is it programming? I don't know. People are going to get mad. Trigger warning. <laughs> People are going to get mad at me. But I mean, I just, I don't know, you know, I because I'm looking forward to spring so I can be half naked. Like I have a half shirt on now and I was looking at my stomach and I was like, Ooh, honey, I'm going to be going outside with my shoulder pop out and my stomach out. Like I can't wait. And also, is that my choice? <laughs> that is your choice. That is oh, is it or is it the programming that okay. says it's summertime? It's yes. you know what I mean? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. 
just, I just, I just want a different type of representation for my right. life and my work attached to my work. I don't want to be the dude with the tank top on and the booty shorts, you know, showing everything to get 1 million likes. If you don't like the way I represent myself in the work, you know, then there are, there are a specific group of people out there. And, you know, is that, is that just being protective of my work or is that because I'm anti-celebrity and I'm anti-fame and anti all those kinds of things. But no, yeah. I just believe that the truth is much bigger than the falseness that's so rampant around Facts. these Facts. cameras right now. These cameras, these cameras. And it <laughs> makes it makes me think about how we dogged, you know, God rest her soul, goddess rest her soul, Dolores Tucker. Yes. Speaking oh, of Tupac. Yes. yes. It always comes back to hip hop. Yes, yes. <laughs> but the way we dogged her, at least yes. me and my peers when we were in yep. our 20s, when they were talking yes. about the misogyny and exactly. we were like, this is our music and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, they were kind of right. Because it's powerful. The camera yes. is powerful. It remembers. It and it directs. It directs. And this is what you need to turn your attention to. This is what you. And so for me now, I'm like in a place of like, I think for, and, and you know, I always want to see a balance, right? It's like, right. It's like either total cover up or, or naked. For me, it's like, can we get a little of both? We need more uh, diversity right. in representation exactly. and i think that's the issue right. so that people can really make informed choices because you can't make an informed choice if you're force-fed one thing all the time you got to go search and scrape and like do all these things to to find um an alternative picture i want to ask you one question now that you bring this up and uh okay. you know i said okay so i want i want to I want to date again. That's what I told somebody. I said, I told a close friend, I said, I want to date again. I feel like I can date now. Yes. And, and she said to me, she said, go to the app. Do you believe that you have to go to an app to find someone? Or do you believe that love can organically happen? Like in the park, on the street, walking up the street corner, in the grocery store, in a shopping line. What do you believe about that, about organic love? I believe it's possible and it's and it's what I prefer. It's what I prefer. Like I've done the app thing. I haven't done it successfully. I've done it over the years, like off and on, off and on. It's not successful for me, even though I'm a writer, even though I'm like good with the words or whatever, but like sitting there and like, feel, I just don't want to do all that. Like, I don't, I want to do all of that. I want to like talk on the phone so I could hear the inflection in your voice. I want to smell you. I want to, yeah. you know, like for me. I agree. I agree with you. Now, I'm putting this out in the universe. Me too. I'm putting my it perfect, Okay, you put out your perfect scenario and I'll put it out Okay. My perfect scenario is to be zip zip zipping through the airport. Zip zip zip. And I got my little suitcase. Zip zip zip. And I just meet somebody at the airport. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> on the plane. And yes. just make a connection. Okay. Yes. That's like amazing. That's what I would prefer. Right. Now, I know people who've gotten married off of apps, like especially when the apps first started getting popular. I was working, I was living in Atlanta 
And I would, so Mary, Linda, like three or four of my coworkers all got married from um, that one that was really popular, that first one that was really popular. Uh Now here's the thing, they was all white. They were all white women. I'm not saying whether it's better for others or not, but I'm just saying like, whenever I look at people who have been successful, now there's also been horror stories, obviously. Um, At that time it was them. So I, yeah, so, but maybe I will go back on the apps. Yeah. It's not my preference, but but then energetically, if it's not our preference, is it going to work? That's my thing too, because I'm so totally against that type of hookup, you know? Why? Now, why like, are you against it? Why are you against it? I just, I just rather it happen naturally. I, I mean, I, I had some experience and the app was like, the person was not, how they looked or then 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 we didn't vibe and um it's just like okay i want to go back to the old-fashioned way if there's such a thing as an old-fashioned way a lot of people don't know that way a lot of people don't believe in that way immediately go to the app go to the app is the first thing they say go to the app because it's a numbers game so it's like the app you increase your chances so maybe it's both maybe it's the app and being out in the world. I try to be out here as much as possible. <laughs> what you be doing? What you be doing? So I gave you my perfect scenario. What's yours? Wait, what's your Mine perfect is scenario? My, my perfect scenario would be, you know, in the library or <gasps> in the park or, you know, hanging out at the gym or some of the things that I like to do or, you know, shopping in a grocery store or something like that or you know, looking for a beautiful card, a card shop or old vintage store, you know, those kinds of things. It's very, very specific. I have very, very specific taste and I'm, I'm not going to be everywhere. I'm not going to go to a club. I'm not going to go to those kinds of things. Those things, I'm, I just, those are beyond me now. So I have to be in a very specific situation, a literary event, a wine yes. tasting, an art museum. Yes those kinds of things to find that particular type of person that has those particular type of tastes, you know? Okay. Yeah. You and they are out right. there. They are out there. I believe that's what I, that's my intention to the universe that they are out there and we will find each other eventually, you know? I love it. I love yeah. it. And you know what? So maybe my airplane is too limiting. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to do a top five for dating. Yes. Airport. Wow. Store. Now, wow. Let oh, let me tell you about the guy I met at the bookstore. Bookstore, <laughs> record store. Wow. <laughs> record store. Yes. Yes. There are not many of those around here anymore. Wow. Record store. Right. Record store. Bookstore. Yes. Airport. Yes. I like the wine tasting. Yes. 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 And a concert. A concert. That would be so amazing. A musical yeah. event. Because that, them are the that things means you like. That's right. That that's the connection. That's an immediate connection. Yeah. You hear us? You hear us, universe, right? Yes. Here, right? Yeah. <laughs> you hear what we're saying. And it's the full, it's the full moon. It's gonna happen. Yes. It's the full moon. Yes. In Virgo. And Virgo yes. is is about habits and the things you do every day. Right. Now, does this mean that 
and you're the uh, you're the, you're the expert in this. So this does this mean that I can give up habits? No, I can give up habits at this. No. Oh, okay. Virgo is the opposite of giving up habits. Oh. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. Virgo is let's let's think about some of our most famous Virgos. Beyonce and Michael Jackson. Gotcha. Gotcha. What are they known for? Work ethic. Like that's what Virgo is about. Virgo is about perfecting. Per oh, and it's so interesting that I started going back to the gym this week because Virgo is about the body. Virgo is like yeah. constant perfecting, shaping and things like that. Again, the things you do every day, your habits, efficiency. So this would be a good time to create new habits around wow 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 like you know i have i want to tell you this about me but i'm a dog collector i have like over 50 dolls in my collection and these are dolls from that i've collected from around the world actually i bought a few dolls when i was in europe and these are african dolls dolls of color i only purchase dolls of color and i, I you know I've, I've gone to auction sales house sales and so I'm thinking about creating, a, a, just starting with a Facebook page and doing a, calling it a doll archive. You know, I don't know how many men or women out there that collect dolls, but I'm very interested in seeing what, it's been on my mind for a very long time to create this whole website, I guess, around dolls and doll collecting. And it can, it can move into other areas of collecting because everything is so cyberspace if i can say it like that yeah. even me writing a, a a beautiful card to you like i like to do on your birthday yeah yeah people don't people don't people send me they know i like cards so they'll send me an e-card or they'll you know and it has all the sounds and looks of a card but it's not the physical what do you think about that what do you think about a collectible channel one day i think i think not one day i think today <laughs> and um, how do you feel about like oracle cards and tarot cards and things like that? I you love tarot? them. I am. Oh, you so do? Okay, so. Oh, good. Okay, so I, I want to pull a card them. on it. I want to pull a card on this idea oh, you please, have. Please, 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 please. Okay, so we are actually going to use the shamanic medicine cards. The shamanic is that from the word shaman? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Shamanic. I love that word. <laughs> Whoa, that card flew out. I don't know if you saw that, but it says no. expression. It says expression for that idea that you have. And when you, oh my gosh, I didn't even, there's a person. Look at that. Look, there's yeah. a person. Yes. Wow. That's so technically, we're still in Pisces. We're not in Aries season yet until what Sunday. And so uh -huh. it's still Pisces season. So we're in a water season right now. So this is like perfect. So that means the time is now because we are in Pisces and the water sign came up. And so the time is now and it says expression. So it's like obvious. We're also going to pull from the sacred cycles deck. So this is a deck that talks about the different cycles of women identified people's lives. But yes. Thank you. Yeah. So this is this is great. And so um, so this will be a great way for you to express yourself. And water in Tarot represents emotions. Wow. Right? So this yeah. would be a good way to 
express yourself, but also, oh, thank you, spirit. Tap into other people's emotions. So it's like whatever you write about it or whatever you, um, like in your marketing and things like that, you want to tap into the emotional connection that people have with these dolls. And you want to wow. invite them to express themselves. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. So it's very, yes. It be very heart centered because in this digital world, the reason why people are going back to cameras and like records and things like that is because we want to go back to that tactile, that touch, that human connection. And so that is what your doll page, particularly you can branch it off into like the real world at some point, like doing like a participating in like doll shows and things like that, which I'm sure you have. Right. Right to get that human connection. So right. let's see what site what the sacred cycles has to do with this spirit. What are, what is this? What is this expression beyond what I said? What does this have to do with the cycle of life that Robert's in? Yeah. <laughs> Return to source. Wow. And so we have number 30. So in numerology that we would just reduce that down to a three because we don't do double digits. So three plus zero is three. And so we think about what? The Holy Trinity. Return to the source. Three is a magic number. So it's like this expression is a connection to the divine. Particularly if the dolls (laughs) are African. Right, the dolls that you're collecting are very specific African, yes. the yes. source of civilization. Yes, yes. So this is this is important. It's important that you do this. Thank you, thank you. Because you know, I bought this book from the Met maybe like ten years ago called Black Dolls, and then I saw some of the dolls that I had because. I said, I saw some of the dolls that I had because I have the original, I have an original Josephine Baker doll. And so I have Josephine Baker, but then I have a doll. One of my oldest dolls is made out of all like spools of thread, you know, the spools, but someone put together this doll with spools. And I, I don't know where I collected it from, but I have that doll. Then I have Obama dolls and Urkel, I have a lot of male dolls too. I had one of the original, my mom bought me when I, when I was a kid, the original G.I. Joe, the Black Ken doll. I have it. I still have it. Oh, I you know? have that black. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, this is a good idea. Yeah. Shoot. Yep. 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 This is a good idea. We have the sun here. Wow, which is amazing, and then the and the, of course that's the the scarab from yes. Egypt. So yes. again, going back to civilization, now we do have the seven of wands. So the seven of wands. So wands is all about. I want to see what she has to say about the seven of wands, but um, wands is all about action. It's all about the fire signs, Aries. Leo, Sagittarius. Uh So now the seven of wands can be about boundaries being broken. I wish I had a 
tra the traditional seven of wands, but I don't think it's on this side. I think it's on the other side. So you can see what it looks like in the traditional tarot. But um, so, yeah, it, you because one of the things that I was concerned about was like exposing the dolls and like leaving yourself open <coughs> to certain things when people see sure. this collection. So yeah. you want to make sure that you protect your um, boundaries and, and things like that. So you do want to make sure that you yeah. protect them and protect right. yourself and things like that. But other than that, everything else is great. Thank you. Yeah, that's exciting. That's, that's. And I that's think, I think that one of the greatest challenges is now after, after all of these things that we've experienced after two years of how am I going to monetize myself? How am I going to live as an artist in this world and certainly there are lots of things out there to attract us but really figuring out is this the journey okay is this the journey for me ancestors is this the journey for me universe is this where i need to go are these the people i need is this where my work needs to be published and i've had an explosion of pu publishing lately you know i just heard from african voices today you know oh, wow. so it's, it's been an explosion of publishers reaching out to me but yeah. it's just like, is this where I need to be? It's, it's a questioning every day. You know, is this where I want my work to land? Are these, is this where it, is this where it deserves to be? Because I work very hard at what I do, you know? Well, it's, it's so interesting that you said ancestors, because I just so happen to have an ancestor spirit deck in my hand. Wow. Wow. That's in my great. hand. In my hand. So let's just get an ancestor message for you. Please, please. Particularly I always, around, I always call on me. Yeah. Particularly around your work. So Spirit, what do you have? Wow, I saw that. I saw that. I need to just um should we clear first? So people who have on headphones, I'm about to hit a tuning fork. So you might want to turn down your headphones for a moment. We only want messages from our most enlightened ancestors and spirit guides. We only want to hear from our most enlightened ancestors and spirit guides. So the question is, Robert has a question about his work. What is your, whoa. Yes, I saw that, I saw that. All right. No, no, yes. All right. You talked a lot about distractions and here it is. So we have re-energize your life. And this says clear, positive space and harmony. And then mm. we have Clear your mind, be present, focus, embrace. So I'm going to read what the book says, but okay. right off of the bat, it's like, yeah, we already know this, right? We are Libras, we're air signs. So we right. have to have a certain environment in yeah. order for us to be at our uh, full potential because we are very sensual beings we are very tactile we want the right environment the right smells we like you know we want things to be clean pristine above board like we we, we have to have very specific things in yes. order for us to feel balanced now we yes. can exist in 
different situations because we're adaptable. But in order for us to be at our peak, yes, it, it is best for us to have a very aesthetically pleasing, peaceful environment. Wow. Wow. That's so great. That speaks to me because I got up this morning in a frantic cleaning up for, you know, I was like, I haven't cleaned like this in a long time. Yeah. You know, yeah. what is this energy coming from? I, I, yeah. I even questioning it, but it happened yeah. this morning. I'm not making this up because of what you just said. It yeah. happened this morning. Well, because I'll tell you this, because we are going into Aries season. Okay. Aries is our is our polar opposite. So it's yes, right. across from us, right? <laughs> yes. on, the, on the zodiac, right? So Aries is fire. So you're starting to feel that Aries energy of movement because Aries is about initiating. Aries is um so Aries season is actually going to be very important for us. This this um this Aries season is going to be very important. It's like a turning point in a way for us if we harness the energy, which it sounds like you're already connecting into it yes. and moving forward, right? Yes. The other thing yes. about air signs in general is like we, we're very good at starting things, but like we can also like get bored, especially with, yes. me, with the Gemini moon. It's like, yes. oh, let me go do this. So being consistent is, is very, 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 very important. So I'm going to read it. from the book. Okay. Um, but yeah, so keeping yourself spiritually and um, energetically and keeping your space clean and clear wow, that is very to me. important. That speaks it, to me. It's uh. connected to your um, sense of well-being, even smells. I don't know if you're into aromatherapy, but starting to like work with um, essential oils and things like that right. will be very, very good for you, particularly um, essential oils. So when I did a, I did a speaking thing and this young woman that was helping me she actually had bought me like this packet and it had this essential oil that you rub on your temples it's for focus i might have it <clears throat> i might have it somewhere and it was very good so because we have clear your mind here and you talked about distractions so oh, let's yeah. see what this says so what I love about this deck is it's also connected to a very specific groups of people. This deck is like unlike any other deck that I have. And I just got this like last week. It's amazing. So it says the Paraha are an isolated tribe of hunter gatherers who have lived in the Amazon rainforest in Brazil for thousands of years. The Paraha mastered the art of survival in the jungle. They are intimate with the local plants and know how to use them for medicinal purposes. The Paraha also understand animal behavior. They know how to hunt or avoid animals to survive. They use no weapons or tools and live off animals, nuts, and fruits. They, they hunt or gather in the jungle. They live in simple huts and make palm leaf bags, bows, and arrows. The Paraha rarely sleep through the night. They usually sleep a maximum of two hours. Oh my God at a time and take 15 minute naps during the day. The mm. Paraha believe in living in the here and now. Their awareness centers on the experience mm. of the moment. They keep no historical records, do not dwell on what happened in the past, nor are they worried about the future. They focus on the present and believe in what they can physically see with their own eyes. To the Paraha, something is real only if they or someone they know witnessed it. Wow. Well, okay. That's power. That's power right there. That's power. 
because we always taught to look look forward look move forward you know 20 years down the road you know 15 years down the road we're never taught to be in the present and it also think makes me think about your poem the camera sometimes you know they say the camera doesn't lie but sometimes the people taking the pictures do and the the subjects do and so we are presented these images in social media and things like that that are not truthful too and then we compare ourselves like we were talking about exactly before. this is super interesting so it says yeah. this card reminds you to slow down and take stock of what is important to you right now so the question about am i doing the right thing this and that the instruction here is to slow down and take stock of what is important to you right now you may have lost your connection to who and what matters most. If there is too much confusion around you, you may lose focus. Try not to get distracted. And we've been talking about distraction this whole time from your values. Be clear about who you are and your immediate needs. Avoid putting your happiness and well-being off for another day. So that goes to what you were saying about the wow. dog. When you were wow. like, oh, should I do the dolls at some point? I'm like, no, do them today. Wow. So this says, it also, so the divinatory meaning says when you are focused, your energy has direction and purpose. Engaging in the moment helps you avoid distraction so you can give your attention to the task or people at hand. Being clear about what is important to you encourages the universe to flow with your intentions and goals. Appreciate the Paraha's philosophy of living in the here and now. Don't keep looking to the past. Try not to worry about the future and enjoy what you are experiencing in the present. Yes. And so that yes. is re-energizing. That would be like, okay, so clearing your mind and you know, both of these things really are about clearing your mind and focusing. And so this is the act of clearing away distractions and then this re-energizing than going like for putting your ideas into the world. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's like first you clear your mind, then you can put the energy in that direction. But first yes. you have to slow down and appreciate where you are in the present moment. Yeah. So instead of worrying about, is this where I want my art to go and this and that, just do it. What's important to you right now? I love that. That's that's an amazing moment. Me too. I love that. I love that. And so today I did the same thing I usually do. You know, I uh, wrote my gratitude list. I read from some of my favorite writers that I'm reading right now. And, uh, you know, and I'm here with you. And, and it's, a, yeah. it's a spectacular moment. So. Yeah. Very, very blessed moment. Yeah. So, so one of the things I also want to ask you is about, your legacy. What yeah. what do you want your legacy to be? Great question. I uh several things. I've been, you know, I've been just recently granted a uh a, a Brooklyn Arts Council grant to teach poetry in the nursing homes here in Brooklyn. Hmm. And so I titled that particular proposal Legacy because I want, I have nephews, I have nieces, I have 
relatives that say, wow, Robert, you know, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of what you what you've written and what you've done inspires me, you know, so hopefully the, the writings that I have done will become immortal that kids two generations from now will read those in school books. And so again, presenting and representing myself in a certain kind of way so that it can go beyond me is, 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 is definitely a foundational purpose and intention of mine. It always has been. That's why I look to the ancestors. That's why I look to writers. That's why I look to my people. And that's why I'm so strong and advocate about the education of our children for the future. I love it. I love it. And what do you recommend that like young poets, young artists, you know, the folks coming behind you, what do you recommend that they do with their talent or for their talent? What, That's a what you, great. Ooh. What do you tell the, these young folks oh. who want to come up, you know, to the big city to, you know, what, yeah. what, what do you want them to know? It's so interesting that you say say that because I have a my sister who also is a Libra. She was born October 1st. She has Ethan and Ethan is such a how can I say he's he's nine years old. He's such a fashion fashionista right now. Yeah. And so. You know, his whole thing, Uncle Robert, I want to come to New York. I want to model for Gap. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to be a baby this. I want to be a kid model and stuff like that. And I hear, I hear, and I tell him one day you can come to New York. You have an uncle here in New York. One day you can come to New York. But what I want you to do is focus, be respectful of your parents, study really expose yourself to because he plays the violin he plays the piano and you know he likes football he likes you know so really focus and use these years as like nurturing years you know growing years (laughs) and then you know Mm -hmm. it it comes up you know Mm -hmm. it comes up Mm -hmm. because i believe i could be a writer in florida in everglades i always like i have to come to new york and write I didn't think that when I lived in Florida, I didn't appreciate the moments that I was there that I could go to the Cypress Swamp and write, or I can mm-hmm. go to I can go to Miami Beach and write, or I can go to Carol Gables and write. You know, I felt like I had to come to New York. Now mm-hmm. that I've experienced it, I can go anywhere I want to go, Zoe, and be who I want to be. And that's the thing. That's the that's the misconception that I'm trying to withdraw from my life. That wherever I end up whatever situation, if I end up in a little hamlet in Vermont, that I can start a community group of elders and yes. we can write together. You oh, see my what I'm oh my God. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. So how can people find you? How can people find your work? Anthony Robert Gibbons on Instagram, Anthony Robert Gibbons on Facebook. They can also Google me under Robert Gibbons. I have lots of videos out in the world. You know, they can contact um, if they want to get a copy of my book, they can contact you and you'll, you know, you'll make sure I get the information. There are many, many ways. Zoe, thank you so much for having thank me. Thank you today. so much. I, so I want to ask you to close with another okay. poem. With the poem? Okay. Yeah. Can I read one from your book? One <laughs> I think please, please, oh let God. me read one from your book. Please. Can I? May I? Go ahead. 
Thank you. I wanted to hear one of yours, but go ahead. I love this poem because it speaks to so many levels. It's the first poem in your book, you know, in praise of the witch, ladies and gentlemen, by Zoe. Hey. I love hey. that. I love hey. that. In praise of the witch. Um, we black girls. We black girls, three based on a true story. A soft place to land. A place without critique. A place with soft eyes and no work, no landmines. Emotional, a soft place to lay woolly heads. Cotton soft. A place with arms strong enough to hold the weight of experience. Where is this place? We die looking for this place. We die looking for it in angry men's beds and in the arms of mothers who wasn't loved proper. We die looking for it in hateful sister circles. We die trying to be seen and heard and believed. We die trying to rebirth stillborn adults using our good air on the undeserving. We stay dying trying to be reborn in orgasms a million indignities from womb to tomb. We get off hospital gurneys if we make it and come home not to selves but to dishes unclean like we a million indignities. We come home if we make it to grocery that need cooking and trash to be taken out like we. We come home to ourselves less and less dodging. Think pieces about how we should best react to our traumas. Did she say trauma? Black girl trauma. Is she still talking out that? Best to not speak about your trauma, sisters. Best to keep your fucking mouth shut. Stay pleasant and feminine. What about the people in Guatemala, sister? You don't have it so bad over here. Best to keep your mouth shut and suffer silently. You're more attractive that way. Your rage is not feminine or needed unless you you're fighting for not you, then your mouth should be open wide, outstretched, receiving molds on the front lines. Then you can speak, sister. Then we can hear you, sister. Your voice is necessary, sister. What about them poor folks in Africa? What about those brothers, sister? Your worries, no. Stay quiet about that, sister. Dying in childbirth, no, 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 sister. Women dying over the world, sister. You say that treated you like shit from dusk to dawn? No, sister. It's about prison reform right now. See those people out there really suffering you're just being selfish again sister it's not about your life you got to get out and get people to vote sister that's the vibe right now sister lives is on the line right now sister we'll get to yours later we promise sincerely sister. the world sincerely <laughs> the world <laughs> zoe I, I love the way you read that <laughs> i was like yes I got your back, sister. I got your back. I got I your back. That. Thank you so much. So I'm a host of a monthly uh, reading series called um, uh, Open Expression, once a month in Harlem Online. And I'm going to invite you next month so that I can okay. have you feature in the next few months. I love that. I love that. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I yes. love Open right. Expression. Start, started yes. by our sister, Cece. That's right. That's right. I didn't That's know right. you took that over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's taken over by Heather Archibald. She's in St. Kitts. Oh, so Heather! She, yeah, Heather is the Heather is the curator, and she asked me to host. So I hosted it last month for Women's History Month, where I read your beautiful poem, and they loved it. <laughs> and so I told them that I was going to invite you when I did this interview and see would you come and feature for us in the next few months. Of course, I'd love to. Thank you so because much, everybody. I, I I read the book and praise for the book. 
I love it. Thank you. Thank you for being on the show. We're Libras. We are we're connected. You know, we've always been connected. Libras so rising. So Libras rising. Libras rising 2022. All right, y'all. All you right. have just heard Robert Gibbons, poet, Thank you for human, teacher, extraordinaire. Thank you I'm for Zoe inspiring Powell. me, Zoe, every day. I appreciate you. All right. You are Take so care. welcome. Thank right. you. Peace. And thank you all for hanging out with Robert and I on the Magic Hours. And I will talk with y'all soon. Bye. Thank you.